0: It's an esteem honor today to have, joining us at the Soul Place today, my big sister and the babe, none other than Missionary Katrina Francis. Say hey dear everyone, uh, Missionary Francis.
1: Good afternoon, everyone. It's such a pleasure to be here, Minister. And I know we're going to have an awesome time in the Lord this afternoon. I'm oh, extremely yeah. excited to be here.
0: Amen. We're, we're glad to have you. We're glad to have you. Um, well tell everybody a little bit about yourself
1: well um i um i i don't know what to say i don't i don't like to talk about myself too much but i I bless the lord you know wow how he saved me and how he's delivered me you know and how he's keeping me magnify him for um the opportunity anytime that i'm afforded to to declare his word and i appreciate him you know i'm not all that i should be but god is still working on me Amen, and I, I bless him for the opportunity to be here with you today. And I pray that something that may be said today, you know, may enlighten somebody concerning the faith and 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 the things that we go through. And and you know, it, it's to encourage somebody. I, that's my hope today, is that something that I might say may encourage somebody, you know, to hold on and to push forward. Amen. I'm married to the to the Mr. Devonair Danny Francis, Deacon Danny Francis. And, we have a little, a little girl. Her name is Gigi Genesis. We reside in Abaco at the moment, and I'm just excited about what the Lord is doing. I'm really excited about what He's doing. Amen. 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 God is good. Amen. Yes,
0: thank you for that. And well, today I've entitled um, this uh, episode, oh well, it asks the question. Where is the Miraculous? Um, where is the Miraculous? And I've, I have two questions for you and we're not going to be um, anchored to these questions. You know, just allow the Lord to have his way. Okay. But the theme is Where is the Miraculous? Are you ready for the first
1: question? Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Minister. Let's go.
0: <laughs> Alright. Here we go. The first question is
1: Is the miraculous missing from the church? Is the miraculous missing from the church? Wow, that is a powerful, powerful, powerful question. And without any equivocation, Minister, without any hesitation, I stand boldly to to say today that the miraculous is not missing. It is impossible for the miraculous to be missing from the church. Um, I think about when you say that. I think about the scriptures, and when Jesus and his disciples they were 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 going into. I think it was Caesarea Philippi, and the question was asked. The question was asked. The um asked of. Of his disciples, Jesus was inquiring of them. He, he said to them, whom do ye say that I am?" And 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 they they started to to talk about him. And some were saying that he was the reincarnation of the prophets. And Jesus asked them, "Who do you say that I am?" And Peter, by the leading of the Holy Ghost, said, "Thou art the Christ, the Son of the Living God." And Jesus, in response, this this is the kicker right here. He said upon this rock, upon this truth, this revelation, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. So there is nothing that can remove the miraculous from the church. It's been here over 2,000 years and it will continue to abide in the church because guess what? The foundation upon which the church stands or sits on is miraculous. Jesus Christ Himself being the chief cornerstone. Amen. Minister, and I feel this down in the homes of my soul, and it it's 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 an impossibility. Our minds cannot fathom the amount of, of of power that resides in this church. We might not believe it, but this the true church of the living God, the ecclesia, the called out ones, those that are set aside. We will always have the miraculous dwelling in the midst of us.
0: Amen. Amen. Thank you all that. Amen. Uh, okay, well then, I have a part two to that, to the question. Um, question two. So, well, it's not a question. It's actually um, a statement somewhat. Give us some tips on how we can thrive in the realm of the world, miraculous, um, you said um, that it is with us, and, and I totally agree with you because the church is not built on us; it's built on Christ. Yes, He is. He is. is God. So, yes. give us some tips on how we can. Uh, I mean, I believe you and I are familiar with the term "pull it out of God." We've heard Pastor Turley, you heard that a couple <laughs> of times. Give us, give us some tips on how we can thrive in that in that area that is called the
1: right Yes, um, and minister. Sometimes, sometimes if we are if we are not careful, or if we we see through our natural eyes, but because a lot of times, a lot of times we as saints, because we live in a natural world, you know, and we we deal with a lot of natural stuff. We can sometimes get sidetracked concerning what it is. What is this? This power that resides on the inside of us. The Bible says that without faith, it is impossible to please Him. And the Scripture came to mind as you as you were talking. All of the miracles and all of the wonders that Jesus displayed while He was here on Earth. I my mind was taken back to when jesus was was he, he sent his, his, his disciples ahead on the boat and it was in the in the i think it, the bible said it was in the third watch of the night when jesus began to walk on the waters and 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 it was the waters were were, were rough and they saw him and they thought he was a ghost and he, and 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 peter said if it is you bid me to come And the Bible says that when Peter stepped out of the boat, keeping his eyes on Jesus, he began to walk on the water. But when he looked around, he took his eyes off Jesus and he began to look around. The Bible says that he began to sink. And he cried out to the Lord, and the Lord stretched forth his hand and took Peter up. And what did he say to Peter? Why did you doubt? Oh, ye of little faith, why did you doubt? and that is where it is minister the bible says that if we have faith the green of the size of the green of a mustard seed we will say to the mountain be thou removed and the mountain will be removed and that is where we have to dwell as saints of god and and even as we see the day approaching even as we see time times moving ahead we stand on the precipice as people of god as vessels of God in this hour. To, to stand for square and believe God for every word that he has said. Because guess what? People out there, they have laughed the church to the scorn. They don't believe us. So... Guess what? Like the Bible says in the in the book of Joel, in the last days, he will pour out of his spirit upon all flesh and we be, we will begin to move in the miraculous. And that I believe is where the church needs to get. We need to believe God for what he says, move on, on faith and begin to do the wonders of God. And guess what? Fear is also a part of this intimidating fact, factor that will cause us not to move forth and believe God for what he says. I believe that we we are ripe because of the shortness of the time, we are right to move forth in miracles, in signs and in wonders for people to actually see the miracle working power that resides on the inside of us. And that's what it is, the, the tip that we need to move forth in the miraculous, the tangible, the right now miraculous for people to see this power that resides on the inside of us is faith, standing upon the word, believing what he says and moving in that vein.
0: Yeah. You know, that's, I, I totally agree with you. You know, faith is, is the foundation for everything. Yes. You know, and even as you were talking, and I was thinking about faith, I began to think about even our Lord, you know, even when he went back to his hometown, and, uh, you know, they began to look at him real carnal, yes. and they were like, you know, can anything come out of Nazareth or me? We know it's. Sisters and brothers, and he's yes. like, you know, because they were so familiar yes. with him, they discounted him. as like, you know, and, and, and the scriptures as, as a yes. result of that, he was able to do many yes. great works of He was them. limited. He was yes. very limited. He was restricted by this yes, the people. lack of faith. But, but it's amazing. Yes, because of their lack of faith, they didn't believe that it could come yes. from him you know, and, but if you look a couple of lines down, it says when he moved on, he going be able to do yes, great works, yes. but the works were limited in that area. So do you think that oftentimes we have to, I guess, take the approach that our Lord did, you know, sometimes, you know, God is doing a thing in us, and but the truth is the outside and, and you know, the, your people, it isn't a stranger, yes. they're looking at you, they're saying, boy, I, you know, I know when you're yes. born, you know, yes. you know, i came in vernacular, mm-hmm. I know.' We- in, in light of the position that our Lord had to take, how do you think our response should be? Do you think that? you know, we are well within our rights to continue in that same vein. I mean, observing what he basically
1: had to do. 100% minister. I believe that he is the ultimate example of what it is for us to move forth in the miraculous and move in ministry. Jesus took, he didn't get upset with the people in Nazareth, you know. He moved on and he did what he had to do. You see, so we have to take everything that would 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 seem to be an obstacle or a setback as a stepping stone and move forward you know to do that which god has called us to do as a people you know and because people are, are familiar with us you know it, it, i i could understand that in a way because they they know you and if they're not as spiritual if, if they're not where they ought to be spiritually they can actually bypass the God in you and look at that thing that is natural or, or something that they know you know what i mean concerning you and stuff like that and that will hamper the move of God even if God has something to do for them through you it will hamper that that move so you know in time i believe that you know people will come to see you understand those that are uh uh near to us kin and those that are around us closely spiritually, in time they will come to. S- I think it was 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 it was it James, Jesus's brother, he became he became an apostle, and and that was not until Jesus had had gone on, and his brothers and his sisters and his siblings, they did not really come to the fold until after Jesus had gone on. They came to understand that truly he was the Christ, he was the Messiah, and they did come. But it was not until after that they really began to believe, you know, what what was going on with him or who he really was. And it's amazing that you mentioned that. You know,
0: that just opened up a whole uh, other area for me because um, mm-hmm. normally I would uh, look at some of the great prophets, like like uh, Samuel, for example. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. he did not really have. Uh, a following per se from his family side his his hmm. children didn't really become the next prophets you know yes. the, you know and I, I look at I look at something like that but now you just pointed out something that I had not really considered. You know yes. it's like the Lord was off the scene when James and those yes um, decided to come in and even while apart from his mother following him the the family didn't per se uh there wasn't really a, church, a family ministry. Let's put it that mm-hmm. way.
1: Yes, yes. Oh, you know, and I
0: think that at least. Well, let me hear what you think. Do you think that sometimes that that's a uh, how can I a disqualifier per se from the from the public because they're saying, well, you can't get them. You know, these are the people who you grow up with. These are the people who you, you know what I mean. You, this this is your family. If you can't get them to believe in you, why should I believe in you? But when we look at our Lord, you know, he the greatest example, I, I don't think there will ever be a healing ministry or any ministry of the like that's going to rival what he did. Although he did say greater works than these, shall you do. Mm-hmm. But I believe looking at him, he had some of, um, I believe, one of the greatest hiccups. And I, I even think back to the time when he was surrounded by everyone and he was teaching and and um, the disciples came there and said "Well, hey, uh, the mom and them is outside looking for you." Mm-hmm. And he said, "Who's my my mom?" He's and mm-hmm. he began to look around at the people that were around him, and he says, "Behold, my brother, my sister, and my mother." It's like he didn't even say, "Tell them I'm coming," you know. Like mm-hmm. we we in this day would say, "Okay, tell them give me five minutes," or. But he said, "Look here, the people that are here with me." So I believe that was showing us right there in that moment that hey, they really weren't a part of the ministry per se. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sure they gave their support, but it was not a ministry that was driven by family. Do you how, how do you believe? Um, there's another question I want to ask you, but how do you believe that that is received in today's um, Christianity? How do you think they view? That type
1: of situation. Yes. In in, t- in today's society, if your family is with you in ministry, we would tend to look at it in this day and time as a plus, as a as a, a as a good thing. But wow. minister, listen to me. All I'm not saying that there are not some family ministries that are truly, truly thriving. And they are are going forth and doing what the Lord has called them to do. But even in that, it has its pros and it has its cons. Because as a leader, because you are connected to these people by blood, you are connected to these people, you live with them, you know, you see them. Sometimes if a leader is not careful They can be swayed by family and not by the the leading of the Spirit of God. Because there are a lot of preachers that allow their family to put pressure or apply pressure on them to go one way when the Spirit of the Lord is leading them the other way. And I think, I don't think, but I truly believe that this is what Jesus was this is the point that Jesus was trying to drive home when he said who is my mother who is my brother who are my siblings he said those that do the will and what he is saying to us that the leading of the spirit of God that the moving of the spirit of God has nothing to do carnally with blood with the natural side of it but it's a spiritual thing it's a spiritual move and if you are not in the same vein spiritually he's saying that you're none of his you understand what I'm saying, and that is what he is saying. Those things that are spiritual, he is saying those are the things that that were what that was moving him, that was driving him. Mind you, I believe beyond a shadow of a doubt that he cared for his mother, he cared for his siblings, he cared for his family. But the things of God came first, and that is what destroys minister a lot of ministries because you look from the outside and everything seems all peaches and cream and it seems all rosy but if you could get into the inner workings of the of some ministries if you could if you could get into the into the, the inner workings of the organization the foundation itself is shaky because um 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 the leader per se has allowed his family members or her family members to control a lot of the workings and not allowing the spirit of God. And hence we have trouble in the church and people call it a family ministry. So there are pros and cons when it comes to, 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 um, um, family, family, um, 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 being in the ministry and, 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 um, thriving in the ministry. If your ministry is to thrive as a man or woman of God, yes, no man is an island. You can listen to the counsel of your family, but you must be led by the Spirit of God.
0: Yeah, I, t- I totally agree with you with that, um, because everybody would want and needs that support. Yes, you need to have people, and, and there's nobody like your family backing you. You know, if if there's anybody, you know, we have a saying that says blood is thicker than water. We expect, and when everybody else leaves. We expect for the family to be there.
1: Yes, minister. You, know, you, expect, you. Yes, you expect for the family to be there. But if the foundation isn't built upon um, Jesus Christ, if the, the, the family is backing you and they are backing you wrong, you still have a problem. Yeah, that's that's a big problem. You, under, because, you understand, upon, minister? Because... because you could have an organization without the organism. You
0: understand? Oh yes, I, I know exactly what you mean.
1: Yes, and
0: I think that that's what I'm afraid of. And, you know, because uh, a lot of people would uh, gravitate more to family ministry, and I have no problem with it. But sometimes it, the the uh, the cons of it are so manifest around you when you look around. You know, uh, people normally have. Um, they withdraw from the church yes. say, because of some of these issues with family arising because the, the foundation is not spiritual. Yes. And and they're not, I guess, predominantly spiritual. So but oh boy, we, we really need the Holy But when you look at the spiritual climate, <laughs> excuse me. How would you describe it? Um, um, how would you describe it? And what do you think um, is possible right now in this climate? Um, when I say how would you describe it, I guess would you say it's a good a good climate, a bad climate? I guess what are the pros and cons of this climate that we're in right now spiritually?
1: Awesome question, Minister. I think the 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 cons of this climate are um, is the because of all that is going on naturally in the world, and because for the most part, most most churches and most pastors have not readied the people for what will come. They are uh, telling them that it's all going to be peaches and cream and a bed of roses, but they have not toughened the spiritual skin of the people to endure. That is one of the cons of, of, of what, but, but trust me, there are many more pros because I believe even though there are great woes that are ahead of us and that are ahead of the church, and guess what? The darker the night... I believe that the light will shine even brighter. I believe that this is a time of testing for the church of the living God, for the Ecclesia, for the call of one, for the true believer. This is a time of testing. And guess what? We all will be proven. We all will be proven in this climate to see of what sort we are if we are wood hay or stubble the bible said that he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna take a third into the fire and he's gonna try and and refine and purify even as gold is tried but minister i believe that out of this out of this burning out of this cleansing Out of this fire and and, and trials that are ahead of the church, when we come forth, I believe that the manifestation of the miraculous, like you say, the tangible evidence of the healing ministries, of the, 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 the power ministry, is going to come forth out of the church. Because guess what? We are going to have to stand. We are going to have to stand the test of time that is coming, and that will, and guess what? It is the testing. It is the trial, it is the fire that will ignite our faith minister and will ignite our belief in the word of God and what he said and we will begin to walk and move in that. I truly believe that because guess what? We will understand that if if it had not been for God during this time that we would not have made it. So this is a beautiful time for the church. This is a glorious time for the church. The only thing we need to do is continue to walk in faith, continue to believe God for what he says, and the miraculous will begin to come forth because these are some serious times that we are living in, and we will be tried.
0: I I agree with you so much on that uh, because you, you would feel sometimes as if uh, we, be, we become a, a bit... Uh, um, lots, and we don't want to want to go through anything, mm-hmm. and you know. But all that we go through is not for naught. Yes. You know, at the end of the day, God is going to get the glory one, and number two, the wars that you refer to, it won't be any of us or any of our strength, rather, that's going to get us yes. through those things. We don't we, we personally don't have what it Love. takes. If it's not for the Lord on our yes, side. Sir. We will not make it. You can put a period at the end of that. You know, so we we need the Lord, but even more so now. And I think that's why relationship is so key. You know, it's it's so important to have a relationship with God now to develop that. So when those days of woe do come, Mm -hmm. you know, I've always believed that, like the Scripture says, it rains on the just and the unjust. and the thing that makes us different from the others is that we have an umbrella. We have a covering that shelters us from the yes, rain. So. We have an anchor. So, yeah, we are going to get splashed. We're going we're gonna to experience the rain like everybody yes. else. But we have a barrier. We have protection, and that's the blood of Jesus. So I, I believe that this is a climate. Yes, it's a climate that is designed to test out. Yes. Because testing is is important for before elevation, mm-hmm. they testing. And it's amazing. We appreciate that so much in the natural, right? You know, we know that if you pass the test, you're going to go to grade five from grade four mm-hmm. and so on. But in the spiritual, for some reason, we, it's like we're not accepting of that. Too much. Yes. We don't, we don't appreciate that process of testing and yeah. trying. The growing pain. It's so important. Yes, sir. The scripture says they that would live godly in Christ Oops. Jesus must yes, suffer sir. persecution. So this is this is the route that God has ordained, and it's it's marvelous in our eyes. We have to come to that conclusion. Yes, sir. Well well, Mish, is there anything you want to add as we come or we start to come to the end of this interview that has been
1: Enlightening and fulfilling. Is there anything you want to seal this with? Yes, I just wanna I just wanna encourage the saints, whoever may be listening, you know, even if you're not saved, come to know Jesus, come to know his life eternal, come to know him. That is the the single most important thing and decision that you will ever make is to come to know Jesus Christ as your personal savior, and to those of you you know that may feel down and may feel that you cannot make it hold on hold on do not let go put your hand in the hand of the man that stills the water put your hand in jesus hand and he won't let you go he'll keep you he will keep that which you commit to him talk to him and tell him look here, lord i i'm tired i'm weak i cannot make it and he will keep you he will keep you saints of god and to those of you amen that that are, are uh, just trying to make it. Hold on to God. Hold on to God. Allow him to keep you. You know, find yourself in the church. You know, go to church. Um, 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 Bible study. Prayer meeting. Continue to pray. Continue to talk to God. And he'll direct you. Even in the little things, he'll direct you and he'll keep you. And to you, minister, I want to say, stay on the wall. You are doing a phenomenal job. And as much as you know, your labor will not be in vain. God has a great blessing in store for you. I want you to be encouraged, man of God. Continue to do the things that you are doing. Amen. The harder the battle, the sweeter the victory. Amen. When it it starts to turn, man of God, it's going to taste like honey. And it will be worth it. It will be worth it. There is a cost. There is a cost for the oil and for the anointing. Continue to stand. Continue to do what you're doing. People of God, be blessed. I love you in Jesus. Continue to hold on in my prayers that you continue to pray for me, that God will continue to keep me and that he will continue to mold me into that which he would have me to be. And and I pray a special blessing upon you, minister, blessing upon your family. I pray financial, financial blessing. I I pray a spiritual blessing. I pray a oneness. Amen. And I pray that God continue to hedge you about, hedge your family about, keep your wife, direct your path, amen and that is my prayer for you sir that God will keep you and continue to, to show you the way amen Let's
0: you, my sister thank you so much for that and, and my prayers is in the same vein for you also that, that the Lord will continue to bless whatever your hands touch it seems like whatever your hands touch it just multiply. so I pray that the Lord continue to bless you and give you a heart's yes. desire Thank you so much for coming on today. Amen. It's been a blessing to me. And I'm sure all that will hear this will walk away enlightened and then refreshed. Amen. Because truly, amen, the Lord has been amen. with us.
1: Amen.
0: Okay, miss, thank amen. you so much. Blessings on yes, you. Sir.
1: <laughs> God all bless right. you, sir. All right. <laughs>
0: Greetings, greetings. You have been listening to Season 3 of the Soul Place Podcast with yours truly, Derek Ingham Jr. Blessings on you.